Yo Q, what up? Yo Q, man, I'm up? keeping it real. What up, the one? So much pain, I can't Welcome. How I really feel. Let's get it. Tonight, not just your music. Music. Where we keep it real. Uh huh. And honest. Always. My mama praying, telling me, Q, you need to chill. They can't respect the truth. I'm just honest. All right, welcome to another episode of Not Just Music Podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is a very special Father's Day edition in concerns of not really saying that we're doing anything negative. It's just talk. It's just understanding. It's just good fun, good energy, maybe Absolutely. some emotional. But in all good, and what I've always been trying to do with Doing these podcasts is always keep something a message behind everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, First and foremost, man, how you doing, man? Good to be back, man. Excellent. Let's no let's get happy, yeah, Father, happy Father's Day, man. By the time this episode is out, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy y'all weekend. All right, man. Let's get into it. First off, with our energy that we have going, as I said, speaking on the energy of father's day it's very strategic day we honor every year but some days in some years uh as i well in the years that i've known of being a father and in the years that i've had a father are two different situations um i know some people i have probably about five friends that i grew up with that didn't per se have they may have had a father as a biological father but some may not have had that same force of having a father that was there yeah so i'm gonna ask you the question first q of this like what's the nature of having a father mm-hmm versus having a father that's there for everything and it isn't even saying that it may not even be for everything for as much as a father can be there Uh but what's the difference in just saying that you have a father and then having a father that's present in your life well a little bit uh background on me um i actually grew up without my father you know we're gonna keep it keep it 100 um I've always I kind of had a male figure as a father, you know, at my grandpa, he did the best he could. Uh he was there physically, you know, I grew up with my grandparents, so uh that was my father figure, you know, and the difference was um you know, like just knowing that somebody loved you and cared about you and was hands-on, you know, uh cared about your well-being, um was present, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's a big thing and um also, even if you you're you're not present, I I didn't understand how my dad couldn't like reach out to see if I was alive or you know what I'm saying, or if I was eating or if if we we had a roof over our head or anything. So, uh, you can still have an impact if you're physically not there or if you physically are there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's ways you can be a parent. Period. So. That's the difference, I think, between those two things. And I, for me, mine was anybody that knows me, you know who my dad is. I don't. I don't think I've ever 
manage to know anybody that I've been around that didn't know that he was there. I mean, and that's great. I, yeah. It's, it's great. I don't, I don't hold anything against anybody that didn't have their father there because the nature of being a man is a very different ball game. But then when you become a father and continue to have to call yourself a man behind that yeah. holds a very big weight. And that's just, I know that just because like I said, I, that's why I spoke on the nature of saying I had friends mm-hmm. that did not understand what it was like to say that, Oh, I got a father that's there. You know, mm-hmm. most of them looked at me and, you know, was like, man, your dad always the, he's always around, and and in the nature of it being that, he played a role in their lives as well. And so that's, that's a real father. That's that's also what I want to say. Uh, a real father, you know, it, it don't have to uh, basically be your biological kids, man. Like you can take in other kids and and be a great father. So even if you didn't physically have them, you know what I'm saying. I think the the word father means more than just impregnating some woman and you know what I'm saying you're a father. It's it's the actions behind that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see that's 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 was that was you know, I think that might have been the most impactful thing for me is watching what my dad brought to the table as far as not just calling himself my father. But to have my friends be like, they were basically, and I'm not saying like, you know, worshiped him in that nature, but they gave him that type of respect to where they see him. It was automatic respect. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is what gave me a different outlook at what it was to be a man, but at the same time being a father. Now, this is where my next question is going to come in. Okay. So with that, as you've grown up, as you became, you know, you became a man yeah. in your own walk of life of, you know, taking chances of things. You got to take care of yourself and all the things that come along with being, you know, growing up. Absolutely. When you were, before you were a father, mm-hmm. did you feel the change from becoming a man being a man, mm-hmm. taking moving as a man should move, but then when you became a father, did it change the outlook of what you looked at as what a man should be? Absolutely. Um, before I had kids, I was I was real uh, selfish. I didn't know how to share because I was a I was a single child, so uh, I always had a good heart, but it was like I. I still had that uh, selfish way to me because I ain't never have to share, you know. And um, I I feel like uh, when I did have kids, I wasn't it, it. I was forced to grow up. It wasn't like uh, it was a decision, you know. Because when you got somebody to take care of, it's like you got to get up, you got to go to work, you know. You got to do what you got to do, you know. Or as consequences, you know and. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I pride myself on. Uh, financially, I've always took care of my kids. Like, you know, their child mother can never say I never did my part. Willingly or forcefully, I did my part. You know what I'm saying? And I can, I can walk with my head high and say I took care of my kids 
and I made sure they had a roof over their head and everything, food to eat, clothes to wear. I did my part, you know, and um, you know, uh, yeah, I feel like um, it really makes you grow up. You know what I'm saying? You you tend to take the energy off just you, and it's about okay, I got uh two. Well, in my case, I got too many me's that's looking up to me. You know what I'm saying? So uh. I'll be lying if I say I, I got it right at first Because at first it was a struggle You know, I was still in my ways I probably could have been a better father in the beginning You know what I'm saying? But that stemmed from me not having that that teaching from a father So I had to learn as I was as I was growing You know what I'm saying? With the situation So um, I just want to put that out there It's not, it's not an easy thing You know what I'm saying? Fatherhood is not easy at first, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of fathers out there, I feel, that's misunderstood because they didn't have that example and stuff like that. So they might not get it right at first, but the point is, is getting it right eventually. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's my outlook is this. And that's, this is coming from inexperience. And I know. When I first thought, what I felt was a man in the beginning was very strange, and this is the, and this is coming from the time probably coming out of high school, going coming out of high school, going into college years. You know, I looked at like, okay, man, I'm growing up. You know, I'm at my mom and dad house. I'm growing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm having. I got myself. I got myself together. You know. Yeah. And reality hit. When, and this has been, and, and I'm going to open up on this. This is when I first realized I wasn't a man. When I was 19 years old, yeah, I got pulled over. Well, I didn't get pulled over. I, I was actually in the passenger seat of my own car at the time. Yeah. And, of course, I keep things discreet and won't call any names. Yes. But they know who they are. Yeah. Um, One of the biggest things is... You know, when when you get to an age, you feel like, man, I'm grown, man. Everything goes, it's my go. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I'm riding around in a vehicle that's got my dad's name on it. Even though my dad bought the car for me, yeah. it has my dad's name on it, registration, everything. And the first thing that cop did after he put the handcuffs on me was he called my mom and my dad. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, man, hold up. You know, this this is a, you know, I'm 19 years old, man. I'm in college, man. You ain't got to call my mom my dad. He's like, nah, if the name was on the car, I got to call whose name is on the car. Mm-hmm. This changed my whole outlook and perspective of what I felt of being a man. A man. It, it, it took my mind, like I said, and then not only did they, did they put me in handcuffs, they arrested me. Due I've been to, there before. That's that's not love. Man. And put and, and you know when you when you when you locked up behind some bars, it runs you through a lot of different emotions and feelings of what you really feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I truly learned a lot that one night and what I felt like what I thought was supposed to be a man. I found out that I really wasn't per se all the way a man yet. Yeah, and you know, most of my friends they were like, "Man, 
dude, what'd your dad say when he found out? And that, <laughs> out of all the people that I know, yeah. one of the best feelings in the world, though, is knowing this. My concern wasn't even the fact of that I was getting locked up. I was worried about what my daddy was going to feel and say. And that's deep. Now, let me take this, and I'm 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 going to shorten this a little bit. And this is, this is when I really felt having a father figure was very important to me. And he, when I say, when they came down there to get me, mom and dad came all the way to Columbia, South Carolina. From this house all the way to Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. To come get me. And the nature of this is this was the crazy part. When they finally came and got me out the cell and brought me into the courtroom, and I never forget the courtroom was probably about as not too much bigger than this room right here. And it wasn't in Columbia, it was in a little small town that's right outside of Columbia where this happened. But my mama and my dad were sitting in the in the walk in there, and my dad couldn't even look at me. That's the worst feeling. And see my mama crying. and well, I, I can't remember if she was crying or not, but she was upset. Mm-hmm. But it was visibly that they were upset. But to the nature of, you know, I went through the court scene and, you know, they, they told me what I had to do. And i never forget my mama going to get cash money and counting all that cash out, bro. I remember her seeing her count all that cash out just to get me out of jail. It changed my whole... That's apparent. It changed my whole outlook again. And then one last piece of that, to get out, to go outside, and I still haven't faced my dad yet. Now, this is what I mean by having... This is why Father's Day means so much to me. Yeah. This man didn't say a whole lot. He didn't... I, I, only thing I remember him telling me was, we, we got in the, I got in the, I think it was the van. We still had the van at the time. I got in the van. Uh-huh. No, the expedition. Yeah. And. Ryan clean. Bruh, he didn't say nothing to me from there to the impound lot. And the impound lot was like 15, 20 minutes away, bruh. He ain't said a word. And I. That killed, didn't it kill you inside? Bruh. Like, yeah. It. It, like it kills you. The emotions I had. I'm thinking like, man, I do not, I did not expect this to feel this. But the nature of, we got over there to the impound lot. He was like, get that car, clean it out, and come straight to the house. I never get that. Yeah. I drove all the way to, I cleaned the car out, and I drove all the way to Charlotte, bro. Came back here, and when I got here, he he still really didn't say a whole lot. Yeah, but. In the nature of, let's say this though, mm-hmm. if the lessons that he didn't teach me, the lessons that he taught me through the years that led up to this day, bro, like this was, this was like the eye opener. Yeah, I taught you all you needed to know. I gave you all the tools you needed. Now. It's your turn to grow up. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is it right here. You did your own thing. You did things your way. You see the consequences from doing things your way. Yeah. Now, as I asked you the question of becoming a father, does it change you? When I became a father, 
those days that I messed up like that, really, that was one of the biggest ones. But that day that I messed up right there, it changed my whole look at what a father should be to your child. I see what a father wants you to be. Yeah. Now, a father can only do but so much. But the one biggest thing that a father can do, and this is me speaking from this point of view that I'm speaking on, a father being there means way more than a dollar bill. Somebody you can Absolutely. somebody somebody come up to me and be like, man, bro, I give you a million dollars for your daddy. Ain't enough money for me. Exactly. I don't want I don't want no money. I want my dad. That's what I want. Yeah. And in that light is what I choose to be to my kids. You know, and I know you feel the same way, but being a father is I mean, the protective heart that you have. Yeah. The, the drive that it gives you to go out every day in whatever situation, yeah, you whatever know. it is that you're gonna do, whether if it's whether if it's uh uh going to McDonald's or going to the dirtiest spot you can go to just to make a dollar for your kids. I done did it. Yeah, garbage truck, garbage man, recycling. I I did it. Yeah, Lord is my witness. Like, you know, like I said, when 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 you got mouths to feed, especially kids, that's your responsibility. You gonna do what you have to do and let me let me elaborate on this um just because you don't have a father does doesn't mean that you're not gonna be a, a great father to your mm -hmm. own kids mm -hmm. i feel like um some some fathers need to be uh examples of what not to be you know what i'm saying like it it it, it molded me into who i am as a father like i seen what my father did and i was like nah i don't want to be like that you know and in certain ways, what what he did, it hurted me, and I see how it hurt me, and I'm like, I don't want my kids to feel like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the worst feeling. Like, I mean, even to this day, you know, and I love my father to death. That's my father, but it's still not a good relationship. I I I I, I don't reach out to him as I should because it's like I never had to reach out to you. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I don't I, I hate you. It's just. I never picked up the phone and had to call. Hey, Dad, what's up, man? You know, I never had to do that. So it's like waking up every day, putting your shoes on, brushing your teeth. When you're not used to doing that, you're not going to do it. And it's not because you hate your father. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, I feel like, you know, bad dads, good dads are good, are good examples of what not and what to be as a father, I feel. And that's that's the that's the part right there. The feeling, you know, once you see something in a bad light, it makes you do, makes you a better person. Absolutely, it should. And, that, and if it don't fix you, something is wrong with you. From the growth of it, you know, it's it's it took me to, to like I said, to, to understand that if we don't fix the generational stuff. Yes, that comes along with fatherhood, especially the black community. And just let's Preach be honest. let's speak let's and be speak honest. honest. Yeah. So the black community itself is already looked at the wrong way, mm -hmm. and my my homeboy, I call him my brother, um, him and his wife, they just got married like a month ago, and. It's beautiful. One thing, one thing that me and him have grown to understand 
from being around each other is we have a friend in each other, but more than that, brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But his wife, I call her my sister, she sent me something yesterday, to be exact, mm-hmm. and showed the population of the white race yeah. to the black race. Bro, it is scary mm. how far we are from meaning in population in number to what they are to what we are and the reason why i feel it's that way and i'm gonna be honest and it's i think it's really due to the black man and the fatherhood that the black man means to kids period and, and can i say something and, yeah. and we put so much emphasis on the mother that we don't really think the father is important see logically it's like uh, the black community will look at it as like, oh, my father wasn't there. <laughs> you know, yeah. your father wasn't there. Okay, that's not they. It's normal. Yeah. It's normalized. Yeah. But if the mother is not there, oh, like yeah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. You didn't have your mother, mm-hmm. and that same energy needs to be put on these fathers mm-hmm. because if you look in the prison systems, you know, population fully black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and this fatherhood, the father. Word is bigger than just father. It, it's actions. These black yes. men, you know what I'm saying, yep. is leading them to the penitentiaries or the graveyards because they have nobody to to express themselves to. They have no example how to be a man. Mm-hmm. So if you can't teach yourself how to be a man, you don't have the right positive father figures or, or your father figure might be in prison mm-hmm. and you going to see him every, you know what I'm saying, week, a month. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're gonna lead, you're, you're gonna go to the streets. Yep. And and same with a, a female. I want to speak on that. Like a lot of females out here. I was at church today, and this and and, and this girl is is I think she's in college. Uh, came the pastor wanted to pr- uh, pray for, her, and she broke down. Like you know, and some told me like she don't she never had that father love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like something was bothering her and. and these streets can get a hope to you if they don't have that that father love. So mm-hmm. it's important for men and women to have, you know, their fathers. Mm-hmm. Or they will go circling cir- and looking for it in other ways mm-hmm. from other people, the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And 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 let's and, and while we're right there, being that father that you are, searching. For and, and this is and, and this is from a child that's searching that needs a father figure. Mm-hmm. Are you one to reach out and help? And I'm not speaking of saying that it's anything about considering like an age thing, you know. And I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not putting it. And this is for anybody, whether if it's somebody that was. And this is saying hypothetically in a, in a sense too. Even if you were, say, if you were 60 year old Q, yeah. If it's somebody that you see, a child that needs direction, are you one to reach out and help or are you one of the ones that sit back? I'ma reach out and help. It's just it's just in my heart, you know what I'm saying? To be a real dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just built like that. Like yeah. I and I and I I think I'm that way because of what I went through. Mm-hmm. You know, I was weak at one point. You know what I'm saying? I felt vulnerable because I didn't have my father. Mm-hmm. I felt like uh, my I, I had an elementary teacher 
a man teacher. I used to clash with him all the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take directions from him. Mm-hmm. And the older I got, I was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was probably my hate towards my father. Mm-hmm. I was taking out on him. Mm-hmm. So if anybody I see is 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 acting out, uh, it's been plenty of people, man. Like street guys, uh, you know, people with no direction, people with direction if they feel lost. I talk to them. I bring them in. And that's the thing with me, man. I'd rather uh, talk and, you know, uh, I don't want to say preach, but I'd rather talk and, um, you know, encourage the weak-minded over the, the strong. I'd rather be in a room full of them because I know when they see me, they can look at me and be like, oh, he like me. You know what I'm saying? It's all about relatableness. You got to be relatable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I can tell you my story and you'll be like, okay, well, I didn't grow up easy, you know, no silver spoon, both parents, you know. I didn't grow up like that. My grandma my grandma raising me, mm-hmm. grandpa raising me, mom at work, you know what I'm saying, working two, three jobs and missing out on birthdays and stuff. So I could have easily went the wrong direction. I could have easily went to the streets, but God had me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can be a testimony and, and something to people out there, man, to a lot of people. And so do you feel... In your heart, with the direction that you are, and I'm a, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna answer that question myself too. First, before I say it. now, for me, I'm I'm very big on fatherhood. Yeah. Um, any direction that I've I can give a child that is in search of that peace, I'm willing to show. What it is. And it's not even saying, oh, I got to be a father. I got to be a dad. Yeah. But I can give you a direction that's better than the direction that I feel that you may be going. Not every kid needs it. Yeah. But those that want it and want to understand better than what they understand already. Like you said, you you would be if you didn't have when you don't have a father in your life, it gives you a different direction of. What light to do. when it, what you need to do moving forward in your life especially if you do have kids or if you don't have kids mm-hmm. but if you do have kids you know you have that work to put in with yourself with your own kids and then you have that position where you have where you have to be uh, as i said you're a father for yours and you have to be a father for somebody else's that could be the case mm-hmm. i know a couple kids that's t- getting taken care of right now that don't have a father figure there in their life they have a father yeah. but the nature of they have that extra bond with some man a black man and it it built a bond to help them be a better person let me ask you a question yeah. man so so why do you think uh a lot of fathers uh I don't, a lot of fathers just don't want to be in their kids' life. Why? Why do you feel, you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of black fathers that's absent. What? What would you you say that was? Scared men, especially black men. That's one thing I've always felt since, like, you know, understanding how we ended up here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you take a take a an innocent person take them out of their habitat move them to a whole new habitat to where they don't understand anything that's going on and they get scared it just scared it scared it it put us in a a position of fear 
versus a position of power. And I'm, I'm just being honest. The white man, Preach. the white man can feel very powerful due to the nature of the what their generation gave them. Mm-hmm. So, like we were just speaking on generational, our generation was scared. Yeah. <laughs> we were scared. That's. We were scared to think big. Scared to think big. You know, our our parents never told us we could own McDonald's. We work at McDonald's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, While the white parents was telling them, you can be president. You can own this. You can own that. You can be a millionaire, a billionaire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so what what seems logical to them don't seem logical to us. We think is, is... you know, unreachable. Exactly. But, it's, it's, it, but sky's the limit. Sky's is, and and that's the that's the part. Like that's that's what we've understood now that we have that power to do. Yeah. Like right now, we can sit down and have conversations like this freely. We can put this out to the world freely. We can exactly. we can we can speak on these things freely. That's what we were scared to do. That's what we were scared to fix. Yeah. It's like I said, if it's a child that needs needs to get look, don't go that way, brother. Young brother, little brother, however you choose, young man, don't go that way. Young lady, don't go that way. Yeah. You know, we can say that stuff now because we we've reached a point where I'll be honest, maybe about fifty percent of us still have a Situation where we're scared to take charge as a man. Mm-hmm. That's just really due to the fact of, you know, what they were taught. Like I said, me and you, we we were taught about the same values and morals, even if it did come from a father or a mother or a grandmother or a grandfather. Mm-hmm. We still got that piece of understanding to where somebody gave it to us, whether if we did right or wrong, mm-hmm. they still gave it to us. But at the same time, we already knew that, man. I know that's wrong, but I'm still gonna do it anyway. But hey, listen to this though. Do you believe? Uh, I seen something where it said uh, a lot of a lot of kids' dreams are killed by their parents. It is because because their parents put fear in them. They do, and that's you know that like, do that's exactly why I just said scared. The fear factor of what we have. Is way different, you know, and 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 sometimes it's invoking fear. It's two different type of fear you can invoke in your child, two different types. And I say this very lightly because scared meaning, okay, I'm scared. I'm not gonna ever reach my potential because I'm scared to to uh, upset my parents in a certain light. Mm-hmm. Because I already know if I do wrong, my parents are gonna be upset with me and that's that's one type of invoking fear but then you have that one way of invoking fear where it's ugly it's harsh yeah it's it's is it doesn't it doesn't bring a positive light of understanding versus a light to say that okay i know what's right and wrong only thing that they know is wrong 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 everything is wrong nothing you do is ever right that isn't the way to invoke. You don't invoke fear into your child that way. Well, no, you shouldn't be smart. You shouldn't go to school, or you shouldn't go to that college. You shouldn't go to that uh, job. You shouldn't work that job. You shouldn't do you music. Should you do, shouldn't. Yeah, you, you shouldn't you, do this. You, you're, you're not gonna, get, you're not gonna yeah, make it in there. Yeah, everything and, 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 that you do kills, is wrong. Yeah, and it kills a, a kid's spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like personally, me, me, somebody like me being there. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that we're talking. I would say you was a a, a great father figure. You you older than me, thirty nine. 
believe you 39 you got almost a decade on me man and i've reached a lot of knowledge and became a better person also by you you know um not just the music not just the movies and video what we do this podcast but it's a personal thing man i got love for you because you a good dude you lead by example you know what i'm saying and that part is to me we we've grown together yeah you know, for, we met each other 2018, mm-hmm. and since 2018, even the ups and downs. Actually, 20, 2017. 2017. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, moving from those years to now, the misunderstandings or whatever it was that we ever had, mm-hmm. every everything always got worked out. Most of the fear factor comes from what our generation gave us, and. With that too, like with you being raised a lot by your grandparents, mm-hmm. um, your grandparents, I'm sure, are of that era of a different understanding of what we know is what we have now. It's a That's lot more. We have a lot more values than they were presented. Yeah. Do you feel what your grandparents gave you molded you enough to? get out here and understand the world absolutely (laughs) absolutely man my my grandpa my grandfather worked worked man he had two girls um my mom and her sister he worked my grandma worked you know they they both came from large families eight nine brothers and sisters like um they believed in hard work and I think they've been married over I want to say over 30 38 years something mm. like that. They got married young. I think they were 16, 17, they got married. Mm-hmm. So uh they showed me also what I learned from them is uh everything might not be perfect. Mm-hmm. But but it showed that was the first black family for example other than the Cosbys that 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 I seen that was that that stuck together. Like you know what I'm saying? And it showed me that no matter how things go, like that's your husband, that's your wife, you got kids, like they 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 worked it out and they still together. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandpa has his his flaws, his things and stuff like that. But my grandma always stuck in there and didn't give up on him. You know, and that's what I think is missing today. Mm-hmm. Like fathers, we it's it's easy for us to run when it get hard. Mm-hmm. And a woman it's gonna let a man like run. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He gonna let him run from his responsibilities. Like it's it's never it's not no togetherness like it was no more. That's another thing I think men could use also. Like we need strong black women. Mm-hmm. You know I don't want to put this all on the men. Like it's it's the women too. I think we need stronger black women too. Cause some of these women, you know, some it's some great fathers out here that's not getting the, the fair chance. I will say that. No. Let's touch on that. It's some fathers out here that's not getting a fair chance, and it's some of them that 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 didn't have a father that don't understand, and they're getting labeled. And instead of labeling them, you need to kind of talk to them, understand what's the problem. Like, let's get to the root of this so you can be a better father. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that, and that's that's the thing that I feel the black man goes through daily. Like, it's never. Uh, it's a problem with us or something happened in our past 
it's always, oh, he's not right. You know, he's a bad father. We're always labeled instead of, like, trying to investigate and see why a person's acting like that. When a white person does this to do that, uh, they say he might have mentally child, like mental problems, like mm-hmm. something happened in his past, something. Mm-hmm. But when it's a black man, it's like, ah, uh, he's this, he's that. Get rid of him. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing, too. The world society hasn't been completely fair to the black man in general. Mm-hmm. And that's that's affecting fathers also, I think. Okay, then. So, right there. Do you feel where you're at now? Have you fully forgiven your father for his lacks? <laughs> Have you got to that point yet? Uh you know, when you, you asked me that uh, probably like a month, uh, the beginning of this year, I could say yes. Mm-hmm. But when certain things happen to my mother, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, if my dad was here, you know what I'm saying? So, clearly, I haven't fully forgave him. I'm going to be real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if I fully forgave him, like when something happened to my mom, I, that wouldn't be the first instinct that came to my head. You yeah. know, like uh, if my father would have... So I, I I don't feel like I fully have forgiven. I've forgiven him, mm-hmm. but not fully. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And see, this this is one thing. You know, I remember my home my homeboy, my brother that I was telling you about, basically, because I don't have any brothers and no siblings and brothers and sisters like that. So certain people I consider brother. If I call you okay. brother, it means something. Like I call you bro, it yeah. means something. So don't don't ever take my bro lightly. I know. Um, he he. Help me to understand what it's like to not have a father in your life. Like, all of the stuff that he did um, was really harsh in nature to say that he was growing up like that. The attitude that he had towards life, how you said you had a, a situation with a teacher in your mm-hmm. elementary teacher. He was like that all his years, all the way through elementary, junior high. He got even put out junior high, sent to one of those special schools for, for people who have behavioral problems. And it's a reason behind yeah, it. Yeah, and then came back to normal school to basically drop out. But it was crazy to me that uh, he never met his father until he was... It's been about, I think it was like maybe his early 30s. And he's 38. Mm-hmm. Just turned 38 this year, right? Yeah. But let me tell you how fast this... Let me show you how God does things. But I always told him from, like, even our years out of high school, I always told him, like, bro, stop being so hard on your dad. Yeah. Like, you don't even know his story. You ain't even talked to him yet. Like, you mm-hmm. know, don't 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 be so hard and quick to judge him if you ain't never... Man, he's like, man, nah, man. Forget that, man. Nah, man. Forget him, man. I don't want nothing to do with that, man. da 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 But the opportunity came... And he had the chance to meet him. His dad was on his dying bed, bro. That's this. Let me, so let me share. Let me share this light with you. And and this is for all fathers that's listening to this. Even those that don't know their fathers yet. Don't be quick to judge. If you grew up and you became a man, and you turned out to be a decent man. Don't blame your father for that. Because the fact of him being there might not have been what you needed. It might have just been something that could have helped you grow a whole lot faster than what you did. Now, that's that's it right there. So 
to say that part, I want to put some light on it. Like I was about to tell you about him. Now, he he really didn't know the nature of his dad was like really on his dying bed right away. Mm-hmm. But his dad had cancer and was dying fast. Now, his dad gave him his best for those, I think it was maybe a year that he got to be around his dad. Mm-hmm. And to be one of those that he died beside his dad. Basically, he, his dad, he stood right there and watched his dad die. Literally. Stayed in the hospital. Basically went over there to see him all the time. Right. To the point where it truly hurt him. Even when I, I never forget, I never met his dad while he was alive. But I did go to his funeral to basically be support for him. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part was... I really never knew his that side of his family, so it was different. Yeah. So they saw me show up, and you know, I never forget he stood up, and he just he didn't even probably expect me to come, but he stood up and he just walked up to me and he just hugged me. And he just broke down. Oh my god. And that raw emotion, and I told him, I say, I say, bro, this is why I told you give that man a chance. Mm. And the emotion really, it was hurt. But at the same time, he was gratified, too, because he actually got the chance to meet his dad. He got the chance to meet his other family members, his sisters that he didn't know he had, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the nature of, like I said, that part right there is what I don't want us as those that did or versus those that didn't have the father figure there. If you grew up and became a man and learned all that you needed to know. Be thankful for that part. Yeah. You can hold something against your father and and, and hold him accountable for it in your feelings, mm-hmm. but don't show it to him. Give him all the love that he didn't give you because the right. nature of it'll help them sleep at night. It may not help. I mean, help you sleep at night. It may not help them sleep at night, but it'll help you sleep at night because the fact of you need to be in a place of a, of a forget of forgiveness yourself as a father because wow. you don't want to pass that on to your child showing how bitter and showing how hurt you were you talking to me right now as, as far as probably people to see don't see this you talking to me too I'm not man trying this, to is, br- this is deep and, nope. and this is just coming from somebody who had their father yeah and the only reason why i say that is because i've seen the hurt of what a father can do so much like i say with all my friends like bro like that's it's the ultimate hurt i see it yeah but be and we and we deny it for so long, but when you look back on life, you be like, "Wow, yeah, that's 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 probably the cause of it." You know, yeah. that's one of the, yeah. yeah. You look at it, you know, and then look at you, you bro, you you have a very good drive. I see you take care and take pride in being a father. Your mm-hmm. kids seem happy. You know, even when you you may not know that I notice it, but when you po- post those videos on IG, when you having Facetime moments with your kids, you was out of town, yeah, and you still reaching out I to your kids. I still reach out to them, bro. That is exactly what I mean. And, and my kids man. and my kids love me, man. Yeah, that's the <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Part. Like, 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 you know, they called me when I was on my way here. You know, yeah. Daddy, tomorrow's Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you acknowledge. Know, it's like you know, it's like I don't have to tell the world. What kind of father I am? Yeah. Ask my kids. There you go. And you know what I'm saying, and that and that tells it all because <laughs> the kids are smart. You like hear that? That's why I say God is my witness. I don't have to prove. You hear that? Anything. People listen. People listen to this man. What he just? I said? don't have to prove anything to anybody. I don't have to say a word. Listen to that, people. When it comes to being a father, 
Ask my kids what kind of father I am, and they tell you that's the witness. That's the and see that's, that's the part. That's the this is the reason why I wanted to have this podcast today, so we can reach out and talk to each other, and with us reaching out and talking to each other, we get to express what it is to be a father, what it's like being a father, what we know it's like being a father. What we can give as far as giving advice, giving back to people, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are hurt. A lot of people yes. are hurt. Male, female, both, both sides of the ball. We both. are hurt due to the nature of what the generation has created for us as being human beings, period. Just This is the nature of being a human being. And it needs to stop. And it, it needs, needs to, to stop. It, it, it needs to be people like us to speak up yeah, you and go. bring these issues to the forefront. There you go. Know what I'm saying? There you go. And this is, and this is not my, this is not my biggest thing of understanding, but I know my biggest heart for everything is always going to be love. Love mm. heals all things love, love heals all things with god we have love love it's healing it's nurturing to us take advantage of the word love love on your kids man like if you if you if you haven't talked to your kids right now somebody that's out there listening i'm gonna look at the camera if yeah. you have not taken advantage of love especially with your kids and you know you have kids out here right now Please pick up the phone. Matter of fact, go over there. Mm-hmm. Go over there. See your kids. Even if they mad at you, if they upset with you, go over there. Express what you feel. Get these feelings out. Stop being scared. You are the parent at the end of the day. They are the kids. There you go. They they are going to listen to you whether if you don't they don't want to hear you. Even if at the end of the day, if they just sitting there not even looking at you, they're hearing it. Yeah. Let them let their brain take it in. Let their ears take it in. Take advantage of these moments that we still have. Don't wait till you're on your dying bed to reach out to your kid. I've seen it. Don't do that to your child. Take advantage of these moments. Take advantage of these phones. Take advantage of these texting. Take advantage of emails. Take advantage of FaceTime. Take advantage of all these things that we have with, te- with technology now to reach out to your kid. Take advantage of it. You know, don't 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 wait till it's too late. Absolutely. Because if we wait till it's too late, we won't get to pass and knock out this generational curse that's killing us. <laughs> we can't knock it out. We need y'all. We need you, black men. We need, need you. you. Wake up, please. Wake up. You. That's it, man. You said it all. <laughs> <laughs> you said it all, man. Hey, this is a classic episode right here. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to sit down and do this, though, bro. Me too, um, man. You know, even the anticipation of what we're going forth with, with speaking on the nature of not just music, yes. podcasts. Merch will be coming. Well, we keep it real and honest. Always. That's what we was planning to do with these, with this whole situation in this podcast. We got to be more real. We got to speak out on these topics like this and wake some people up. I mean, even when our interviews to come. So if you're coming on here for an interview, yes. just look at this and understand, I'm not going to come with any more easy questions. I'm not going to bring these little lightweight questions no more. It's time to step the game up. We, we, we wake up, up there. We're going to be one of the best. We're going to be you one go. of the best. Wake up now. This so going to be one of the best podcast Be sure. Ever. Don't be scared of this microphone and don't be scared of those cameras because you're going to see them. 
We're going to be here every moment, every time I shoot now, even if it is online, even if we are doing the over, you know, whether if it's a, 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 a interview where we got to go back and forth via camera, via where your location is, we that's fine too. It. But we're going to come with these questions. I'm not going to be lightweight anymore. Q ain't going to be lightweight no more. No, not just music podcast. We're not going to be light anymore. No, All sir. right. So with that being said, I'm going to give my closing remarks. I'm going to let Q give his closing remarks, and we're going to be out of here. Remember, I'm Dewan Barino. You can find me, DuanBarino.com. DBarino on IG, Dewan Barino on Facebook. Look me up. I'm there. If anybody wants to contact me, ask me any questions about this podcast, you can hit me up personally, or you can hit me up at our email, info at notjustmusicpodcast.com. Again, info at not just music podcast.com that's where you can find me or find us reach out to us speak up to us or just basically go to our website not just music podcast.com that'd be another way to reach out and to get in touch with us because you could just message us on there or even on ig not just music podcast same situation facebook facebook Facebook. not just music podcast we're easy to find just look us up Yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah. It's your boy Quincy Murder, aka Q. Mr. Hold On himself. You can go to my website, QuincyMurder.com. You follow me on Instagram, QuincyMurder44. Uh, Twitter, QuincyMurder44. Uh, just Google me, Quincy Murder. I pop up. I love y'all. There you, go. you know what I'm saying? Not just music podcast. Also, uh, not just music podcast.com. Like he said, there you, you want to get on this show? Hit the info. There you yeah. go. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Hope y'all enjoy y'all Father's Day. Be good to yourself. Be good to your fathers. And please, don't get us fathers any bad gifts. Bring us something we can use yes. this year. Please. Yes. Not nothing you give us all year. Thank you. I don't need nothing you give me all year. Give me, I, I, I ain't, I'm not asking for a lot. Just give me something. Women, you know? spice it up. Spice do something, do do something you ain't never done. Thank you. Please. Sometimes the best things is free. There you go. It ain't gonna take no money. Surprise me. Surprise me. Let it slap me. <laughs> Peace. Peace.